All right. Hi, Brian. Hey, Bill. How are you doing? Really well. Really well. So thanks a lot for um, taking uh, time out from your Easter holidays to come and chat. So you've got a, a company since 2016. What, what is it? What do you, what do, you do? Basically, uh, it's called EOV. Uh, we are, well, we started off as a um, video subscription company, a basis of building a platform to become a video subscription model, um, which we found out wasn't going to work um, on a commercial basis, really. So we changed it to being a, a video delivery network. Uh, our USP is obviously the uh, our video compression, which is, if you don't mind me saying so, is second to none. So how did you get started then? How did you how did you meet Paul? I met Paul on a previous project um, called Game Day, uh, which was a, a social sports social media platform. Um, it was okay. Um, that actually bought out by uh, my partner at the time, a business partner, I should say, and. Paul approached me, uh, well, he gave me a call actually after while I was in my car, which I'm sure you'll get to shortly. Yeah, um, We're going to cover a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Yeah. So, uh, just uh, to speak about um, what, what he was thinking, I said it couldn't come at a better time because of I'm sat in my car and I've been out of data. And that's how we did it, discussing it, and he brought me on board. Um, and it's been a long, been a long drag. It's been hard, yeah. but it's been worth it. It will be worth it. And that's a little bit different from previous jobs that you had, or previous careers, I should say. Yeah, um, I was a professional fighter uh, in, in my younger days. Younger days. In my younger, lot young, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> lot younger days. Um, I did Thai boxing. Uh, just started when I was seven years old. Wow. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, my my guilty pleasure. Yeah. He's getting into me and getting beat up. <coughs> so, uh, do you? Is there? Um do you have a family of boxers, fighters, or is it? I train at a place called Salford MMA. Uh, it's a mixed martial arts gym at the moment, um, and it's, it's one big family there. And um, what was it about fighting that you enjoyed then, except for getting beat up? Yeah, I, I start. I was, Does that mean you you're rubbish then, or? No, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I started uh, when I was seven, like I said. Um, I was bullied at school, and yeah. my dad took me to. Um, judo um, I was going to this room at the back and in, a, in a church um, basement and get changed mm-hmm. um, I had a, a jock strap thinking what do we do with this I had no idea and I got upset uh, and then uh, a guy came in um, a Thai guy um, said, saw me upset asked my dad dad came in um, and he said well, let's just go home and I asked this guy what do you do he said a, a Thai boxing instructor Muay Thai instructor what's that and it told me, and I was hooked from then. And then since then, it's just been um, a huge passion. And But I guess um, things changed New Year's Eve 2002? Yeah, things changed, did change quite a lot. It was a massive passion of mine. Um, I did pretty well at it. I was an undefeated uh, Thai boxer. Wow, really? 21 fights, 21 wins, 17 knockouts, and one British title. Um, due to fight for the European and world title. Um, but... As you mentioned, New Year's Eve 2002, that all changed. What happened then? Um, I went on holiday, which you don't regret. It was nice, Barbados, lovely place. Never been, but I would love to go to Barbados. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice, nice place. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was used to go on a, a cruise. Yeah. And um, the, the usual Titanic movie where they put you below the waterline and you're that low, you can't, no windows. Oh my God. And I thought, no, I can't, I can't handle that. Yeah. So uh, I said, I'm getting off. 
so I got off and then I booked into a hotel and the next day um, I thought I'd go jet skiing went on a jet ski um, loved it that much got back to the beach and the guy said looks like you enjoyed that so I loved it anything yeah. extreme sports and and he said well I've got a, a tournament jet ski at home would you like to have a go i never forget his name is Ricky so you had a tagline Ricky's the name jet ski's the game um, and he brought the um, the uh, jet ski in the afternoon it was like Concord landing on the beach it was yeah. that big um, I went out on it and one of them angelic moments where I'm, I'm not at full power but going fast enough I looked to my right and there's a dolphin next to me so beautiful moment until, yeah. you, until you look up and realise that there's a huge swell coming towards me I couldn't there's no way I could jump it so in a split second I thought I need to get off so I jumped off just, yeah. just jumped up because I jumped up the jet ski slowed down the dolphin cut across me the jet ski hit the dolphin oh no the swell came up nose pointing down I was in the air and the jet ski flipped and hit my back wow and I bumped my back I shattered it actually and it's the exact people say what does it sound like mm-hmm. um, and how does it feel yeah um, it sounds like a Kit Kat snapping and it feels I can't even put into words the pain that, that, that they would feel they reckon it's close to childbirth but I'm not a children yeah. I'm told it is um, and that was it I was floating in the in the sea what were you um, obviously you must have been in extreme pain but what were you feeling kind of mentally at that time what, what was going through your through your mind what the <laughs> ever done um, wasn't still wasn't sure it was broken it had, it had a snap yeah, uh, you, I guess you would have been in pain but you wouldn't have known what I had no idea what it was it was just a, a lot of pain um, the dolphins are still there circling me so it's about dolphins are quite friendly they are and obviously all the jet skis and boats start coming towards me it was quite a large splash the jet skis right, flipping yeah. Um, people had seen yeah people had seen what happened um, but then I had to get back on the jet ski and get it into the beach which is and painful. so um, what happened then so uh, you take taken back to the beach back to the beach I didn't have insurance as you know um, and then we get a taxi to hospital um, sat in a normal chair in a waiting room with a broken back bottle right you know call my name out wait for the x-ray sit on the table lie down and everything and a guy came out, he says, Is it Brian? He said, yeah, he said, you broke your back. Wow, just like that? Just like that. Um, no kind what, of what do we do compassion now? or... Nothing. What, 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 so what do we do now? And he says, because I was walking, Yeah. you know, it's just like... Right, okay. when, they, when they said, broke your back, I didn't know to what extreme that, that meant. Yeah. You know, was, it, was, it, was it a chip of the vertebrae or a yeah. small crack? I had no idea. Um, the next day I went to a, a, a shack in the middle of nowhere and I was sat down there and this lady was next to me and I just said, like, what are you here for? And she said, Miss me, me, Stewart, we sold. I was looking at her thinking I'm in the wrong place. And the guy who, also, who actually puts plaster of Paris on people actually is, a, is, local, is, is the uh, local cobbler as well. Oh, my God. Um, I had to wait a few weeks to fly home. The only airline that fly me home is Virgin. And I'm not getting paid to mention them. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what, um, what were you doing then? So this is in an amazing place, Barbados. Yep. But now you've got a broken back. Yeah. What were you doing for those weeks? Just laying in bed. Literally just laying just, in bed. Just laying in bed and trying to get up and move and still walk around. I didn't know to the extent of how much. I wasn't told nothing about what what happened. Um, Who were you being supported by then? But Sam was my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Um, was obviously really supportive. Yeah. Obviously. Um, but no one else really really bothered. You know. Right. I pulled my parents up. Spoke to my mum. Mum, don't panic. But I broke my back. 
Yeah. You know, how do you sell someone that? I'm still walking. Yeah. Apparently, I'm not too sure. Um, luckily, I was in Booper. Uh, my dad was in Booper, and I was obviously I, I attached to the policy. Are they paying you as well today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, they passed away. Um, I went to um, Dr. Asset Paul at Booper when I got home, and he scanned it, and it was just said that for someone so young to lose the use of your lower limbs, so I'm bomb walking. He said, it's impossible. You can't, you've seen the picture. You know, yeah. you, it's, it's shattered. It's a two vertebrae, it's T12, and one below it is uh, completely shattered. So what um, was, um, so, so you, your back's broken, you shouldn't be walking. Yeah. So he's saying, physically, you just should not be walking. You shouldn't be walking, that's right. Yeah. So how did that make you feel then? Did you feel a bit invincible, maybe? Invincible? No, far from invincible. Even though you, you, your back was completely broken, you said you couldn't walk, but you, you were actually walking. Yeah, but I felt, yeah, didn't feel invincible at all. I felt as very, very, very lucky. Yeah. Very lucky. Quite a religious guy. Um, so obviously, I thank God, etc. Yeah, for that. And when, when a, a consultant of, of, of his standards says to you, the only reason you're not walking is so you, it's because you have the hand of God on your spine, that tells you a lot, really. Yeah. There's not much you can put to that. There's nothing, no, no other reason. And what was that recovery like then, from from that kind of uh, you know landing back in the UK um, to now? Because I'm sure, um, are you do you get any pain now? Do you? I'm still in pain now. I'm I'm lengthening a little bit. I have scoliosis yeah. as well. Um, of a curvature of the spine due due to the accident. Right, due to the accident. Due to the okay. accident, yeah. Um, so yeah, when it's been called as it has been the past few months. That really affects. Apparently, will continue to be called apparently for another month. Um, yeah, I get pain. I, I, I class myself as a floor dweller. I lie on the floor a lot. Yeah. Um, watch TV on the floor. Does that help the back? It helps a lot. Yeah, it helps a lot. They had, they had choices. They said you can have a, we can pin it. Yeah. They said, or oh, we can keep it as it is. You're relatively fit um, because of the type boxing. So therefore, you, should, you know, you should be okay. If you have the operation, you, you lay on your front for 12 months doing nothing. And that's something that's come to do. Quite an active guy. I like to be doing things, and now you know, so there's no way. Do you think? Do you think that's helped you then? The fact that you know um, you were physically fit already, um, in great shape, and do you think that's helped throughout that process of breaking your Absolutely. back? Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Um, had the the, the 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 core there, shall we say, or the bedrock to to, to build on it and, yeah. and, and move forward. Obviously. Things I like, things I used to do I can't do, you know. Like what? Um, I can't kick you in the head anymore. <laughs> you know, so, uh, with side boxing, like flexibility is gone. Yeah. Movement, etc. Um, if I'm carrying, like I've got a daughter. If I was carrying my daughter, my back hurts. Yeah. You know, walking here from the car parts here, I'm in constant pain all the time. But it's a manageable pain. You get used to it. You had this amazing career as a, as a boxer, and everything changed in 2002. Sure. And I guess um, you got a lucky break. Yeah, I was lucky. Um, yeah. Because, you know, obviously you're here now, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, so that, that was obviously a really tough time in your life. But that's not the only thing that's... Um, life's not been too good to you. No, Talk to I've, us had, about, I've had a few curveballs thrown at me. Talk to yeah. us about the homelessness. Yeah, um... I had a, a marital breakdown, um, which affected me more than expected. I thought it would be, I should say, I expected the wrong word to say, but way more than I thought it would be. 
which affected business at the time, um, which meant I lost my business. And so you lost your business? Yeah, couldn't pay my bills, couldn't pay. The game day, as I mentioned before, is part of that. Yeah. Um, you know, I wasn't as switched on regarding negotiations as I should be. Uh, and it was just a downward, downward spiral. So I, said, I couldn't pay my rent. Uh, I spoke to the landlord and said, listen, the situation. Craig was a great guy. So listen, just move out when you can. So I didn't take the mic out of him and just moved out, you know, quick as I could, put my things in, in storage, thinking I'm going to pay for storage, that type of thing. Yeah. But I did it. Um, I thought, where can I go? I said, you know, I've got a great, great family, great sister, um, two amazing daughters. I, um, it was pride. I couldn't go to anybody. So I ended up sleeping in my car. Okay, so you no. didn't tell anybody at all? No, nobody. How did that make you feel then? Did you feel that you couldn't because of the pride or do you think that obviously the embarrassment and... It was pride and embarrassment and also I thought I'd, I'd let my, my girls down. That's my dad. My dad's not the person we thought he was. He's not this amazing figure who we think is a rock. Yeah, dad's meant to be strong. Yeah. Looking after the family. Sure, exactly. Um, yeah. So I won't say a failure as such. I would just say I'd feel like I'd let them down. Yeah. So I thought, right, just knuckle down, what can I do, what can I do? Um, so I was in my car for a number of months. And I didn't know, but obviously found out. Yeah. He uh, said, Dad, you know, come to me. My sister said, she can't believe she, I'm, I'm not there. You come to me, etc." So I said, no, I can't, I can't. And she understood. They understood. They, 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 they. My sister said, I know how you're wired. You know, you need to get to that bottom place to build properly. Absolutely. You know? So I didn't want to think about self-aware. You know, yeah, I, I get help in hand. Yeah, know, whether it's a bit selfish and it's, or it's, it worries me I'm not too sure but it was more of a case of no I'm starting here and I'll build here now and then there's only me to blame in the future if it goes wrong which it won't I won't, yeah. allow, I won't allow it to anymore it won't happen anymore so yeah you, you, you're building these things moving forward and what was it about that situation that what was it uh, in that situation that kept you going how did you, because um, you could still be homeless now, Yeah. how how did you get out? How did you break that cycle? I was, uh, even though I was homeless, I did it in style. I was uh, <laughs> I was sleeping in the Marriott car park. So I did it in style, so I made sure I kept my levels of hygiene up, etc. I went into the, uh, sneaked into the gym and a shower, you know, in the early, early, early morning. Still took my daughter to school in the mornings, um, picked her up. Well, so you, you were living a double life, really? Yeah. Yeah. And nobody knew? No one knew. What, a, what about your back? How did that? I was agony, yeah. <laughs> Car chairs aren't supposed to be orthopedic. Yeah. Uh, unless you stood up right, or sat up right with the, the lumbar support in place, etc. But lying in, in the in a car, yeah, on the front. So the comfy's place, you know, if anyone's listening, he may be homeless in the future. He's always the driver's seat. <laughs> yeah. That's what I found. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel a bit more enclosed as well, more protected because the steering wheels. Are. It's a crazy thing. A lot of things go through your mind. You know, I only had one. I only had one bad night when I just thought I just really yeah yeah one bad night I went for a long walk. I was crying, shouting why me why 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 just you know but I was cold and I caught fever so I mixture of every everything really. And were you um, using any alcohol or drugs at the time? No, 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 no drugs, no, sorry, no drink, no alcohol, no drugs, nothing. Yeah, no, I don't drink, still don't drink. Oh, really? You don't, don't, don't drink, drink at all? No, don't smoke, don't drink. No. no. And um, what what did you learn then from that experience that um, that that maybe 
as somebody else who is you know potentially in a situation like that um, what did you learn that you could share the word is feel now you feel like this is the, the bottom you feel like no one cares you feel like you know angry at the world you just feel a lot, a lot of emotions and you feel like you'll never get out of the situation you're in and these are, are assumptions right because yeah the assumptions, tell yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but it only feels that way it's not there's always 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 a solution there's always a way to change something yeah and that's, that's what I realised and so things things have been on the up yeah 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 pretty much yeah yeah it's good so what what have you been doing um what have you been doing the past few years um working with Paul uh, on, on the EOV platform um we closed our funding round two weeks ago congratulations uh, thank you yeah it's a, it's a long hard couple of years shall we say to uh, you know bootstrapping a company is not easy yeah um, but we uh, we managed to get through it and then obviously find the right people mm-hmm. uh, we changed the platform obviously from video subscription to uh, a more video delivery network with the amazing compassion which, yeah. which, which you know we have on, on board as well so I guess um um, people will be reading about that next week or so. Yeah, yeah. So is this an exclusive? Kind of. Kind yeah. of amazing. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, congratulations to you and Paul for that. Yeah, it sounds you. like. Thank you. And I, you know, I have um, saw your your progress actually over the uh, yeah. past few years of the company, and even though we didn't directly know each other, yeah, um, I had heard of the platform. That's uh, always nice to know. Seen Paul in um, Business Cloud. Sure. Um, well, congratulations. That's great. Yeah, great. Thank you. And Paul, um, Paul's been a little bit more than just a business partner, hasn't he? Yeah, Paul has been a lifeline. This is how I got involved with um, with, with, with the Over. Um, he actually didn't have a name when he when he phoned me. He said, he called me just out of the blue when I was sat in my car. How uh, did you know each other? We knew each other from from uh, the previous company, Game Day. Right, um, Game Day. Yeah. Yeah, I employed didn't employ Paul. Paul is one of the, uh, the, the decoders, developers. So you work together? We work together, yeah. He's yeah. an iOS developer, right? Sorry? iOS developer. He's, uh, yeah, the guy's a genius. Could do all sorts. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah, I must before, don't tell I said that, but he's, uh, yeah, he has, he has a lot. He, he plays himself down a hell of a lot, but he's not, he's, um, he's a really clear up guy. Yeah. And uh, what what is it about Paul then that you like? Why why uh, why him? He, he, well, he, he, this is the lifeline we were just discussing earlier that I was in the car. You know, I do a page of your phone, mm-hmm. amount of data, thinking, oh, goodness sake, you know, I mean, just more words than that, but you know, yeah. Um, and he and he literally phoned me and just said like, "Hey, how's it going?" Just thought I'd give you a call, etc. Blah blah. Um, and did I, he know? I've got no, he had no idea, no idea. He said, "I've got something." So what's that flu? You know, I mean, you know, and, uh, he said, "No, he um, developing." Explain what it was. The compression platform sounds good, and he said, "Can you know, I want someone to help me." push it forward and face it and you know working with you with and game day um, I trust you um, so that was a, a big driving force behind it so it brought me on board um, and, and we, what what skills did you bring to that to that party apparently he asked Paul none <laughs> but he's a, no he's a, he was obviously a, a business acumen um, a network of people that I knew etc um, and the big thing for Paul as I mentioned is trust right um, there's an incident during game day where the person who was who was paying him, this company who was paying him, um, 
told him lies and he came to me right and asked me if it was true but i was open and honest with him yeah and that's what so he admired that that's what yeah so i guess that stuck him. with him yeah yeah, yeah he did. so when he was looking for a business partner he thought right. that i know this amazing guy yeah. little did he know that you were homeless at the time that's right yeah so what does he um what does he think now back to you know that situation does he know how much that he's helped you or of course yeah and i'll never, I'll never let him forget that either as, as well you know, even during obviously with the funding round we just sat, we sat there big smiles on our faces when yeah. we just signing documents etc and you do know. you think back and think wow how how much things have changed yeah it's, it's still early days yet there's still a, a hell of a lot to do yeah uh, in the business but it's uh from where, where i was or where we was as a business start off to where we are now it just pulls apart and what i really admire about what you're doing now is um you're really um passionate about uh other things outside of work so you saw you're doing a charity event i am april 22nd yeah so, okay well, what's that for and why are you doing it that's for the uh, Joshua Lancaster Foundation. Who's Joshua? Uh, Joshua was a was a young young boy, three years old, um, who um, unfortunately uh, got cancer, um, quite an aggressive form of cancer, I believe, and um, he unfortunately passed away, you know, way too early, way too young, mm. in a very short amount of time. Uh, my daughter Emma, she's um, one of the fundraisers for for oh, the amazing. charity, because um, Joshua's mother is. Her, her friend Sammy and said dad would you come out of retirement and have a fight so long hard thinking about an hour of constant text messages to me yeah. saying please 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 and daddy 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 and all. Yeah. I said well I won't just do a normal fight I'll make it a little bit special uh, so we're doing a fun, a fun day but I'm actually doing a marathon fight where I'm fighting 30 fighters over 8 hours um, should be a very tiring physical day but we're raising money for that obviously and that's going to um, take it out of you mentally isn't it yeah mentally and physically yeah definitely but I think obviously with my experience of, of fighting in the past it should be doing it and I'm fighting in, in a surroundings where I know I'm fighting at the gym at Salford MMA so it's, it's not an unknown surroundings where, where, where I am is it not a danger that you could um, hurt yourself again of course yeah, yeah. how but, does that um, make you feel um, um, people that spine with no my ailments and no uh, my back so so everybody you're fighting knows knows yeah so although it's mixed martial arts you know i'm fighting many different styles and fighting boxers um tie boxers you know um wrestlers they all know just don't slam him too hard <laughs> mm -hmm. thing, you know be which, gentle which, yeah be, be, be gentle you know be slamming everything else just you know have fun you know it's amazing how people have put a name down for the last fight so uh, um, that's amazing yeah shattered so it's amazing but i'm just slightly nervous for you uh, I'm not nervous. I'm nervous. I'm not. I just, you know, it's, it's a big enough cage, so I can run around a bit <laughs> and get out of the way. So, you've been on a crazy journey. Yeah. What? What? When you think back, what do you? What do you see? What do you? Would you? Would you change anything? Would you do anything differently? Would you? Would, would you have gone differently? on that jet ski again? In hindsight, it's a wonderful thing. Of course, I don't want my back breaking. You know, that's a different thing but you know if it had stayed in the boat would it have fell over and drowned there's lots you of can things. always think like yeah, that yeah you can always yeah. think that way type of thing you know if it wouldn't have bumped my back would you have got a, a kick to the head during the, the European or world title fight and been badly badly injured even though broken back he's badly injured but 
it could be could be it could be worse. Mm. You know, you got to think of the, the things in life to say. You know, this is what happened. It happened. It's a hill. Get over it. Yeah. Carry on. And that's how you stay motivated. You have to be. You have to be. Yeah. Definitely. I think people say like, "What would you say to your younger self?" I was going to ask you that question. Was you? You beat me to it. <laughs> what would you ask your younger self? And it's it. What I feel and is that don't rush it. Don't rush everything. It'll happen when it when it comes. It will it will come. Yeah. You can't sit back and wait for it to come to you. You got to go out there and actively do something interesting. But you know, don't rush. Just because someone's twenty five years old is a multimillionaire and you're not, yeah, doesn't mean that it won't happen. Just because mm-hmm. they've got the find the trappings in life that society throw at them to say you, you you must have this to be successful you must have that as long as you feel happy successful healthy loving great family then that's all that matters okay uh how can people get involved in the charity event what um can they can they reach you on linkedin or twitter or yeah um, obviously linkedin or twitter brian higgins um on facebook message me there anything you want to do or if you search the Joshua Lancaster Foundation page on Facebook yeah. itself, um, there's also links on there where you can actually, you know, a crowdfunding page, not crowdfunding, there's another page where you actually raise money. Raise money, um, okay. For, for the event and, and the charity. Okay, amazing. Yeah, come down, get some gloves. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm not too sure about that. I'm not too <laughs> sure about that. Uh, no, uh, absolutely amazing to, um, to speak to you. You've got a, a really inspirational story and there's some really, really great... Uh, things that, that you've talked about that people can learn from and I guess um, you know for me it's just showing that it doesn't matter what happens in your life turns and twists and um, the adversity that, that people face you can still come out on the other side Absolutely. and mm-hmm. even when you think that this is the end or that um, my life can't get any worse it's just staying motivated mm-hmm. Focusing on your family, health, like you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. You're welcome.